Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. We are going to talk about a tournament that uh, is going to kick start. Uh, the Women's World Cup. USA going for the fifth one. Yeah, exciting. I mean, World Cup's always exciting, especially with women football on the rise. And to think we just had the men's one not too long ago. To have another one with the world watching is quite exciting. All the more because the Singaporean will be there. Yes, yes, yes. Singapore represent. And I'm very, very, very extremely proud to be able to do this because we are speaking with the first Singaporean to officiate at both a men's and women's World Cup. On the line with us is Taki Jahari. Taki, how are you doing, man? Yes, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Thanks for having me here, Uh, despite the busy schedule. But really (laughs) appreciate uh, to to join this conversation with uh, both of you. Now, Taki, I think Elliot already alluded to it. We are so proud that you're flying the flag of Singapore for us in a refereeing capacity. It's an honour to speak to you. But tell us, how proud are you to be the first or the only Southeast Asian amongst the refereeing contingent down under? Uh, I think, to be honest, uh, uh, at the bottom of my heart, I'm immensely proud as well as uh, pleased uh, while remaining humble at the same time, you know, to be part of this uh, World Cup, uh, Women's World Cup, I would say. And like you mentioned, this is my uh, second World Cup uh, to be involved in the men's and women's competition. Uh, really speaks a lot on the on the progress that I have made so far from the men's and it reflects on the uh, ability uh, of our match officials that uh, we can step into the international arena uh, with our capability and our uh, match officiating. Mm. So you're part of a team of 19 that will operate the Video Assistant Referee System, VAR. Uh, You're going to be joined by 33 referees, 55 assistant referees. This is the ninth edition of the Women's World Cup, jointly hosted by Australia and New Zealand. It starts uh, today, the 20th of July, all the way till the 20th of August. But Taki, I mean, having been in the refereeing game and seeing all this evolution, has it been a challenge to keep up with it? or, Or is it something that's just so exciting? with all these new changes? Uh, I think number one, as a, as a referee, uh, it is important for, for us to adapt. Adaptation mm. into the, the new football, modern football, is very, very important. And if you look back uh, from the past 20 or 15 years ago, we only have uh, probably four match officials on the field of play. Subsequently, we move on into AAR or Additional Assistant Referee, where we have a referee uh, assisting the referee behind the goal area. Yeah, yes. and and then we and then gradually we move into technology, and, and that's where we have uh, VR implemented uh, uh, in most of the competitions. Yeah. And to be honest, it's still fresh, I would say, for VR technology in the football arena. And this Women's World Cup is only the the second time that VR will be used in a, in the big tournament. Wow. Yeah, and so uh, we are we are having all the female officials here, and. Uh, and among the VMOs or video mesh officials, it's only about 12 of us, ex- uh, apart from the 19 that we have. So 12 men video mesh officials and the remaining ones are all the women or female referees. Wow, that's fantastic. And we'll talk about the growth of the women's game slightly, but I want to ask you, you were in Qatar as well. You mentioned it there and I'm quite jealous when you say you're in Qatar, <laughs> but you were in Qatar. What are some of the lessons you learned that you're going to bring into this tournament now? I think number one is the experience that, that I gained from this uh, men's tournament uh, is very, very important to bring this into 
uh, this women's tournament, not only for myself, but to share my experience with these other women referees, because I think uh, most of the women referees uh, are first timer in this World Cup. So it's their first time in the in the Women's World Cup. So and and majority of them have worked with VAR, but not in a week week in week out basis, mm. you know. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it it is important that uh, that we have this uh, match preparation uh, training that uh, we are having now, which I will speak a little bit more on it later. And uh, and uh, and and yeah, you mean uh, I I would like to say that. We, in the, from the experience that I have, uh, I have in Qatar, which was played at a very very high level, mm. and I expect the same to be played for this women's level. And and we have seen the women's level of football have drastically changed from the four years ago till till today. And secondly, I think it's important to to manage my expectations and the pressure of as a video match officials coming into this kind of big tournament. To be honest, in the last World Cup in Qatar, I was under a lot of pressure. Mm being my first time in a in a huge important tournament in a global tournament so i have experienced what is expected and uh, what is expected that time and I'm, i'm i'm bringing this experience here and i mean the pressure that i will face here but i i'm able to manage it better you know because i know what to expect in this kind of big tournament I want to hear a little bit uh, about this training that you're talking about this pre-tournament training and also i get the sense that so what if there's VAR? So what if technology is assisting you? I kind of think you have to be extra alert, even more alert now that you have technology, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, it, the training so far has been has been fantastic. You know, uh, it's been it, it has been a hectic but also frantic uh, uh, training sessions, I would say. But the atmosphere with the with the women referees, you know, uh, the atmosphere in this uh, in this referee base camp has been. A vibrant, you know, buzzing around because they can't wait for the opening game mm. to be to start. But to be honest, we were here almost two weeks before the opening game, mm. right? Look at uh, so almost we have about twelve to thirteen days of preparation uh, prior to the opening game, and this preparation is like day in day out. We are we are doing a lot of sessions. For an example, a typical day can can look like in the morning for me and the referees is like morning we have a vr simulator mm-hmm. so the similar simulator is like uh, we are looking at clips in the classroom in a with with a vr monitor and to analyze situations and what what will happen if this situation happened was the referee decision and then subsequently we go to the practical training on field with the vr and the referees real life match situations we have players wow. uh, simulating incidents in the field of play and we rotate the referees and the vr every 10 minutes of match you know so that everybody have a chance then in the evening or in the afternoon after lunch usually we have our theoretical session wow. so we go through topics uh, like a lot of topics we we have to come into consistency because all the referees are coming from various confederation various uh, countries various interpretation of situations based on their their local uh, expectations so we are coming into a conclusion on the fifa expectation mm-hmm. like in the, in the interpretation of, of of fouls there are many many topics such as offsides handball and all the key topics that that we go through and and yeah then and typically in the evening now uh, the past one week we have been we have been have like a mini tournament <laughs> for for the local for the local match uh, for the local teams we have a mini tournament for the local teams in where, uh, where these teams play a tournament uh, of course uh, like a group stage knockout stage then finals and every referee in a VR setup match so every referee trio including the VR will have a chance to officiate like a match practice for at least uh-huh. one half 
Wow. Yeah, so they, so it's like very intense training. So every day you are we are very occupied, and sometimes the day ends about eight to nine p.m. and the next wow. day begins. Yeah. Anyone ever so, complain about referee? You play them this interview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and amidst all that, Taki has found time to speak to us. Taki, thank you so much for that. I just have to ask you: you mentioned pressure and everything, and you talk about how much prep goes into it. Do you as a referee read headlines or anything like that or do you just blank out the white noise? Because people have a lot of things to say about referee but actually how much you do is unreal, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree in that we, we always face a lot of uh, pressure from the social media, from the, from whatever social media and the news in the papers, the magazines, you know, especially being in these uh, in this big competition, every angle of the world is watching us, mm. you know. So especially, you know, with this, like you mentioned earlier about, about the VR technology, uh, it's at the end of the day, it's a human being who is operating behind yes. the technology, yeah. But you can expect, referees can expect mistakes on the field of play. The spectators can expect mistakes on the field of play, but they cannot expect mistakes from the VR, mm-hmm. right? Because the VR is there, I would say, like like a parachute, like to help the game, to save the game, right? And if it's something that is missed by the VR, it's like a it's like a disaster. Like, what is the purpose of the VR? But at, at the end of the day, behind this uh, technology are human beings who actually made also interpretation on these subjective decisions as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taki, um, this is a bit of a diversity question, right? Uh, we There's been a lot of conversation about equal pay in the women's game. The uh, US women's team have led that fight. What about more female referees? What is the role of male referees like you in encouraging more female referees into the game to encourage more diversity into that game for that matter? Yeah, to be honest, I, I think at the last World Cup, yeah, we have seen uh, one of our one of the female referees officiating as a referee on the field of play, and we also have a couple of uh, assistant referees yeah. who are who are there as well as referees from each confederation who are part of the men's World Cup, and and to be honest, if you look in this current arena, I, uh, specifically in this World Cup, <coughs> the level of, of refereeing has been has been very very high, yeah. and it, it it taught me something that I think. It is a big opportunity for our female referees locally in Singapore. All right, if they if they have that uh, if they have that motivation, the inspiration to be to or to officiate at the highest level, be it at AFC competitions or be it at a FIFA level, the the opportunity is very very huge. All right, because because the 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 number of referees, all right, in our confederation. Is not the same as the number of referees for the men's confederation yeah. mm. within the same confederation, mm. right? Mm. So actually, the the competition I would say not say less, but you have a, a better chance, okay. right, as a referee or whether as assistant referee to be involved in this big competition. Okay. And and the moreover, we have we have a VR implemented in Singapore, right? And the more we we can capitalize on these uh, skills that we have. That's fascinating, Taki. Now, Elliot and I don't need a reason to watch the FIFA Women's World Cup, but now we have an additional reason. We've been speaking to Taki Jahari, the first Singaporean to officiate at a both men's and women's World Cup. Taki, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.